What is going on, PW Sports One World? It is Bet Your Ass with Rafael Esparza, brought to you by First Financial Bank, 317-417-8582. That's for calling John the man over there at First Financial, 317-417-8582. And our rock star realtor himself, Mr. Sean Nugent, buying or selling a home. Talk to Sean at Talk to Tucker today, 317-503-8322. That's 317-503-8322. Raphael, my man, it's good to see you. I, and I got a funny story. I didn't have our introduction done, but I just as normality clicked the button for the black and white sports show. Hey, it works. Hey, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's all good. That's right. We got a few more weeks to go, so I'll get that introduction nailed down here shortly. How's it going? How's, how's your weekend? Good, good. Uh, well, my weekend was okay up until Sunday at about I don't know, 2.30 when I realized, well, it's going in the gutter again. Yeah, it is what it is. That's why That's why in my world, you don't you don't have a favorite football team, so all you have to do is just sit back and just watch the money come in and hopefully right. you don't lose your ass off. Exactly. But right here, we tell people to bet your ass. That is correct. <laughs> so, Raphael, where do you, what has everybody been up to over in the West Coast area? Uh, you know, still 2020, as I tell people, last time I checked on a calendar, 2020 is still here. I mean, it's starting to pick up a little bit. I mean, the books, it's, it's kind of weird what the sports book look like here because it looks packed, but at the same time, they didn't bring back all the workers. So it, it looks like the lines are really big for the sports book, but that's because there's only three or four workers and compared to maybe nine or ten, there were – uh, a year ago, so it's kind of uh, misleading, I guess you can put it that way. But I mean, it's always good to see some kind of energetic. Now tonight, I mean, the strip is kind of pumped because the Raiders are playing tonight, the first home game right. at the Death Star and empty. I should be at that game right now instead of talking to you. No offense, but no, uh, I'm taking it all on that. All on that. Uh, but it, it, it's going to be very interesting. It, it, there's a little bit of plug for the Raiders right now because you know why? Because the Golden Knights are not playing in the Stanley Cup. So yeah. that's probably the – I hate to say this, and Vegas don't get mad. That was probably the best thing to happen for the Raiders because I'm sorry. I've told you this before, and I've told this to many, many media outlets. Las Vegas is a hockey town. doesn't matter now that the Raiders are there. It doesn't matter if the UNLV basketball team is there or their crappy football team. I'm sorry, the Raiders are probably going to be the second fiddle. Now, unless they go, let's say, make it to the playoffs or come close to the Super Bowl, then it may flip-flop. But 
Inaugural season for the Golden Knights, they almost won the cup. They, they came in to Vegas right after shooting at Mandalay Bay. So they were pretty much our our big hug that we needed when the Golden Knights came. So for right now, I'm sorry, Raider fans, especially Las Vegas Raider fans, but it's a Golden Knight city. Well, how does that black hole look over there? What do they call it? The Death Star? No. The Death Star. The Death yeah. Star will be fully operational. And, the, and, and you can tell that the betters realize it because this number opened up at six, and now it's four, four and a half. Uh, so the betters jumped all over the Raiders all day today. So if you're looking to bet on the six, you got a really, really, really good number because it was, like I said, almost a touchdown when we first opened this up. So I do believe the Saints might squeak it out. I have them winning by a field goal tonight. But I, I think uh, the Raiders might be the player. Look at look what happened last Monday night. Uh, Denver Broncos plus three and a half at home. They didn't win it, but they covered. And I can see the same thing happen tonight. Maybe the uh, Saints pull off by a field goal, and uh, the money comes in on the Raiders cashing tickets. Well, I actually bet my ass on your team out there, the Raiders tonight. So I think they're going to pull it off. You know, there's a we'll talk about all the injuries coming up here in a minute to kind of throw away the odds for a little bit. But I did pick the uh, the Raiders tonight. I got a question here. How about them Eagles, John? We'll just put this out for you. Yes, Eagles suck right now. Thank you very much. Second question on the board. I think this is to you, Rafael. Do we have reverse line movement tonight? Uh, we did. I mean, like I said, the money came in early uh, on, on, uh, on the Saints. And then, boom. I mean, it was just Raider money. Now, I know... Uh, there's a big, some big whale tickets came in here on the Vegas Strip. Uh, I don't like to mention names, but I'm talking not, not no, a hundred dollar bet. We're talking something me and you can probably add up our salaries and still not even close to what that was probably bet on. So uh, uh, I think that was probably one of the main, uh, main reason why. Maybe uh, uh, Joseph, maybe take a look at the halftime to see what the halftime number is, and you can maybe take a look at that game. But yeah, it should be very interesting to see what happens. Well, he said he took Saints and, neg- and minus four, and then took the f- over at forty-eight point five. So heads, heads off to him. He got a great number. If he wanted to bet the Saints, let's say last week when the number came open and it was six, uh, he got a fantastic number. Uh, but he's on our, he's on our, he's on what the books need right now. The books are hoping that the he cashes that ticket. Now, I love when social media, if the Saints win, you're going to hear all these people on social media, oh, I bring, I, I beat the books today. The, uh, the books are empty and all that. No, they're not. You got a good number because I can guarantee you the books are heavy, heavy, heavy on the Raiders. Oh, yeah. so great number, Michael. Great number you got. I like it. I like it. So let's talk a little bit about the week two winners and losers in the NFL. You know, like I said earlier, we had – a buku amount of injuries go on and some people will say that's the reason people want preseasons or they should have preseasons a lot of it i think more so goes to the the um oh the 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 camps themselves the the workouts the things that these players probably didn't get as much or not as much needed obviously as they should have been now what type of injury, quote unquote, pun there a little bit, injury does it put on the odds and odds makers when you see this amount of injuries take place in one week? I mean, I think for the head scratching one for us completely was the San Francisco 49ers because they lost almost, let's face it, almost the whole team <laughs> went down. And I know you're probably going to mention this uh, with the horrible horror of the division that the NFC East. Uh, 
Well, let's take a look at the let's take a look at the 49ers. We all know how many injuries they got. They're still four and a half point favorites against the New York Giants on the road next week. So that just tells you how bad the New York Giants are. But that probably has to be the bigger. I think Bosa being out now for the whole year, uh, Barkley probably out for the whole year. I, I think those two. Uh, are going to be uh, pretty much devastating. And let's face it, the 49ers lost some key guys. And that division, the Cardinals, they're 2-0. and The Seahawks, they have an MVP quarterback right now. So mm-hmm. I think that's going to – I think the 49ers will probably take the biggest hit out of uh, uh, what happened yesterday with all those injuries. And it's sad. I mean, I know you, you nailed it. People are going to say, oh, this is why we have no spring or no preseason games. But I totally agree. It's because of probably the lack of practicing, the lack of hitting in the practices – I think that has a lot to do with the not because let's face it, how much was Bosa really going to play in preseason games? How much was right. Jimmy G going to play in preseason? Jimmy G probably dates more porn stars than he does how many times he's played <laughs> preseason, preseason games. snaps. I believe that. I believe that. Yeah. So uh, I, I don't. I don't think that at all. Gotcha. So you mentioned the Giants. You know where the Niners are still favorites going into New York. Um, I would assume that that has a lot to do with their only offensive asset, which is Saquon Barkley being out, right? Yeah, it is. I mean, and let's face it, that uh, that offense was was bad when Barkley was in. So I, that has a lot to do with it. Uh, so, I mean, let's face it, even though both is out, Jimmy is something questionable. He's still on the better team, no disrespect to the Giants. Uh, but they're going to be – it's going to be a very, very long season for that, that whole division because, let's face it, the, 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 the Cowboys should have lost yesterday as well. If the Cowboys yeah. lose yesterday, boy, man, it would have been a very, very long team for that division today. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's still a sad division right now, and let's face it, I'm still supporting my Eagles team, my Eagles gear. But I'm sorry. That's all right. You know, people can use it as a shit wiper or whatever. It's okay. <laughs> I'm still loyal to my team. But let's uh, let's talk about you know the Cowboys. Van Der Esch is out, Sean Lee's out, and they're still managing yet again to win a game. But here we go. We're talking about the Atlanta Falcons. Matty Ice is not ice cold like the like the Bush uh, like the commercials or whatever. Uh, you know their their defense let up another up uh, comeback within what five five minutes and some change left in the game. Yeah. They had a had a nice lead, and all of a sudden they pooped the pants. I'm more disappointed on the Cowboys' defense in general. And you mentioned Sean Lee. What was the last time Sean Lee was healthy? No disrespect to him, but he's always on the IR. And I'm actually shocked that he actually came back. I thought I look with uh, what's his name retiring from Carolina. I can't think of his name all of a sudden. Uh, oh, uh, Olson. Uh, oh no, Olson. Oh, no, yeah. The linebacker. Luke Whatever. I, yeah, yeah, I was shocked when he retired that he didn't go with him because uh, that was a that was a big eye opener to a lot of linebackers and defensive guys that were kind of floating in that, you know, I've been out a lot, uh, stuff like that. So I'm actually shocked that she, uh, Lee, that Lee came shit. back. But maybe this is I mean, no disrespect to Lee, I always loved watching him, especially in college. He was a beast in college. But man, man, there's some times where you just need to hang it up. So besides the Besides the uh, 49ers, who do you think uh, hit the worst yesterday in week two? With injuries, I would think the Giants as well. I mean, like I said, Barkley going out, that was their whole identity of coming in, uh, and now it's completely lost. Uh, I'm actually shocked. And you know what? I think the biggest question mark from week two has to be the Chargers. 
I mean, because he would look really good yesterday. And I know they said Taylor went healthy. He's the starting quarterback. But, boy, did he look good uh, uh, coming in. And I, so I would have to be a big, big question mark on the Chargers because do you have a quarterback controversy? Uh, let's say if Heber comes back and plays week, next week and has a pretty good, decent game controlling the tempo, do we have a quarterback controversy? So I think a big question mark would happen was probably the Chargers coming out on that. Okay, well, let's put your odds on the spot real quick. What's the odds on the Chargers having a quarterback controversy? It all depends on what's going to happen. I mean, Taylor said, I mean, he, rumor had it that he had some kind of a rib injury coming into this week, and then he maybe tweaked it or something happened yesterday. Uh, so that's a chest injury. It's not like it's an arm or a knee or a leg. That can, I mean, he gets hit one time and that could affect it. So I think he doesn't play again. Uh, but let's say if uh, he, the rookie comes out, has another stellar game. We're going to have controversy, and I think I would not be shocked if uh, they stick with it. Now, let's say if he blows up the gate and wins next week, then I think he's your starter. You, you don't pull a quarterback because just because of, of an injury. We saw what happened with Bledsoe. We've seen it many, many, multiple times. We've seen it in your backyard with Foles. Uh, so you always ride a hot hand, and I'm sorry. Uh, if, if he wins next week, he might have to stick with them. Yeah. Well, I can't disagree with you on there. Now let's see. We see Damon jumped in. Let's hear what you got to say about the Steelers. You know what? That, that, here's another big question, Mark. No one's talking about that, but that defense did not play well in the second half yesterday. I mean, they, they looked really good against the Giants, but now maybe was that just the Giants? Because, uh, like I said, I didn't think they were going to give up 20 points to a team all season long with that with that defense, and they almost blew that game yesterday. Uh, but if it wasn't for that balanced running attack that they have with Big Ben. So I think that was the biggest question mark. Are they an elite team in the AFC? Yeah, I think they're going to be. I think that defense will probably shorten up and play well week after week after week as long as they don't knock on wood uh, and avoid the injury bug like week two did. Uh, but they're going to be a team that we're working with. I'm not 100% sold on Baltimore. Baltimore's not going to go 16-0. Kansas City's not going to go 16-0. So if you just lose one, two, or three times, I cannot be shocked that the Steelers may be leapfrog. Uh, well, the worst things have happened, and it seems like whatever happens to their team and whatever happens around the league, it always falls in their favor. Like last year, they have nobody on the field, and they go 8-8. Eight and eight. Almost make the playoffs. So close. Horseshoes and hand grenades, Damon. It's okay. <laughs> but I'm not talking much shit uh, this year right now. You know, I'll let it, ride, let it ride out a little bit. What's going on, Damon? So, let's see. We've talked – okay, go back to your MVP talk right there, Russell Wilson. Oh, who by far. Can you see, who can you see go against him in that race? I mean, what's your odds right now of him winning the MVP? I'm pulling it up as we speak uh, right now because I can't. I know I put him back up uh, earlier this week. Yeah, he's. Uh, well, I mean, let's face it. When before week one started, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, he could walk on water. He could probably build a, an ark and get every animal to jump on ship and and drive to the Super Bowl. But I'm sorry, he got exposed yesterday by the Chargers defense. Uh, and let's face it, Russell Wilson. I think he just threw another touchdown pass where me and you talking right now. So it, it's it's Probably easy. Did. It's easily. I would have to say it's Russell. And here's my one, my top three. And it's probably gonna get a lot of people mad. It's Russell Wilson one, Kyler Murray two, 
And I'm going to say Patrick Mahomes three because I'm sorry the, the Cardinals are two and zero, and I know they were they were probably everyone's love this year. They were the Cleveland Browns of last year, but I'm sorry, the Cleveland Browns didn't start two and zero. Kyler Murray blew uh, blew the line off yesterday on some of his runs. They couldn't catch him for nothing. I, I I put him ahead of Patrick Mahomes right now. I would wholeheartedly agree right there with you. Keep it out. Oh, and Aaron Rodgers. You know, I would, let me take that back. I would put Aaron Rodgers in front of Patrick Mahomes because he still has that fancy mustache, and he's just throwing up 40 points as we speak every time he goes on the field, and he's single. Yeah, well, that's why he's doing it. He doesn't have the baggage, right? Yep. <laughs> so let's talk about the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers' team. They're surprising me, honestly. What about you? Uh, yes, I didn't think this offense would be clicking as it was. I figured they would came close with Minnesota. I think Minnesota is probably one of the most disappointing teams I've seen so far. Besides, every, everyone's Atlanta, Cleveland, blah 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 blah. But I would have to say Philly. Uh, Philly uh, well, let me know NFC East. Well, yeah, the whole division. Uh, but, but yeah, I think Green Bay. Uh, they're going to be a, if he's going to continue to throw passes like that and throw up big, big, big numbers and have a running attack. Wow, and they're going to be a very, very tough out. And let's face it, the NFC has so many, so many good guys or good teams on there. Let's say that. Let's face it, the AFC we could probably count on one hand how many people, how many teams could probably going to make it in AFC. Uh, yep, I would agree with you on that. I've always been an NFC guy. Obviously, you know who my team is, but I've always thought that the NFC is the. And I know Damien's going to say who has more Super Bowls. Blah blah blah. Shut up. <laughs> but the <laughs> NFC's always been better in my book. Uh, let's see. What do we want to go to now? So we 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 hit some of the winners and the losers of of the first couple weeks. Now let's look at let, let's look into this coming week. Um, I have a couple questions for you, so I want to know what is the best money line bet or the best money line or spread bet in the NFL for week three? Well, I'm going to answer someone's, uh, Tom's question about the idiot who placed uh, 35000 to win uh, 1050 uh, <laughs> on, on Atlanta. Yes, that did actually happen, and it happens week after week, day after day, live betting. It, it happens so many times. It's just, I can do a five-hour show talking about UFC heavy money line bets that people put in $100,000 just to win $2,000 and lose. So it happens, uh, Tom, uh, week after week, day after day, and it's probably one of the main reasons why my wife has an Amazon shopping problem. But for a week... Uh, <laughs> it's those in the parlays, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah, parlays pay my bills. That's But if I had to look at next week's uh, number, depending on what happens tonight, Green Bay and New Orleans, at New Orleans, the total is only 51. I think Green Bay has put up 40-plus points and back-to-back, and Tampa Bay put up a big number against the Saints defense, and that was week one where that Tampa Bay team wasn't gelling. We saw a lot of miscues. Uh, and stuff like that. What's Aaron Rodgers going to do? He's had great success at the, in New Orleans, and that dome's going to be quiet because the mayor already said there's still going to be no fans in week three in New Orleans. So I that total was a 10. I thought it was going to be about 53, 54, so 51. If you can grab it, I say hurry up and grab it because I would not be shocked if that thing moves up. 
Uh, and I'm going to – this is a lot of my hometown favorites. Uh, people are not going to be happy. I think the Falcons bounce back. I'm not sold on Trubisky. I'm not sold on that Bears offense. Uh, and if the Falcons can put up big numbers on offense like they've had – like they did week after week, even though they're 0-2 – they could win that game at home because I can't see the Bears going toe-to-toe. There's no way the Bears' offense could put up 35-plus points. That gets anybody. They, they, that offense is not built like that. No, and we all know that Atlanta's going to come out and get a 20-point lead and then start to look like the Atlanta of old and start to lose it where Trubisky throws at least one touchdown. Then the defense may get a touchdown in there, so they're getting closer, and then all of a sudden Trubisky starts throwing those picks and making Atlanta look good so Matty Ice can just hand the ball off. Yeah. I mean, people people keep on forgetting Atlanta struggled badly last year, and they came off on fire to end the season. So that's why I'm not 100% so why, oh, the head coach should be fired and all that. Well, this happened last. They go 0-3, 0-4, then 0-5. Then, yes, I think so. But I think, let's say, the uh, Detroit Lions could be firing their new coach. Let's say if if Tyler Murray has a big day at home against the Lions, we can see some grumbling in Detroit. The Jets or the Jets, if they have a very bad – if they get blown away by the Colts, he might be fired before they land again in New York. So uh, I would think those two uh, people might be in better – bad off shape than the Atlanta Falcons. I agree. You know, J-E-T-S, Jets just shit. You know, that's that's what they're doing right now. And we all thought that Jacksonville would be the team that's tanking, literally. And it comes out that New York Jets just aren't good enough to even – not tank and they tank. Yeah, I, I thought the Jack. You know what? One thing about Jacksonville, and I said this in a couple uh, shows before uh, the season started, and a couple outlets that the Jacksonville might be the next Miami Dolphins of last year. You know, everyone thought Dolphins were a tank for two, a tank for two, and just remember they traded everybody away before the season started. But all they did was compete. And I know they didn't win a lot of games, but you know what they did? They won ATS games against the spread. And they competed week after week. I think that's what Jacksonville's going to do. They're not going to have a lot of W's. We're going to show a lot of heart. And for us betters, we could care less what's the W or we could care less what the L. It's all about the ATS. It's all about against the spread number. That's right. You bet your ass with your brain, not your heart, right? Yep, exactly. <laughs> and Tom wants to know, did you see Tom wants to know if I ever risk so much for so little? Uh, no, I'm totally about money management. And, and that's just horrible, horrible, horrible. Money management because you can lose your bankroll uh, so quickly. I know million dollar betters that that play with us over at my bookie and all that, and they can afford to do that. But for normal Joes like me and you, it's all about money management, and that's poor, poor money money management right there. Yep. So Tom had another question. We'll get to that here in a second because we are going to bring that in. Um, so get ready. But let's hear. Um, let's kind of go over your. Your coaches that you threw out. So you put a uh, you put the odds out on um, the coaches that'll be you know first fired coach. You got Adam Gase's as the top head head runner at plus one fifty. Patricia plus two hundred. Dan Quinn plus two fifty. Down the row, here's what I here's what kind of irks me not irks me but i am in indianapolis they talked him up he did come from philly looking at frank wright sitting there at it's a high odds but he's he's on the list 
Well, he's on the list because I, I was not sold that Aaron that uh, Rivers was going to be Philip Rivers was going to be the next coming of of uh, uh, Peyton Manning when he left his ship to come to another ship and uh, he was going to be. I wasn't sold. Philip Rivers just did plot, not play well last year. Period. So I wasn't sold that. That's why we put them on the list. Let's let's face it. It's, it's Adam Gacy. He's going to get fired probably. I would say in the next couple of weeks. Now let's face it. If the Jets, for some odd reason, do a 2020 on us and win next week, <laughs> that, that might save Gacy's. That might save Adam's job for the next couple of weeks. So, there's a, I mean, Matt Nagy, let's face it there. The Bears have won two games straight. Uh, his name's on the list because, let's face it, let's, if they win, if they lose, let's say, the next five games, he's going to be on a hot seat. It all depends if the Lions win a game or the Jets win a game. Because if either of those two win games in the next couple of weeks, then some of those other names – uh, might creep up. Let's say the Vikings lose another game if they start off 0 4, 0 5. Uh, that could be, uh, Doug Marone could be an interesting uh, name to come out. Yeah. I mean, I could see all those happening. But with, like you said, it's 2020, with there being no real offseason, no no training, no, no uh, you know, camps and stuff like that, the way it normally is. Do you put the same amount? Yeah, that's that's ugly as hell. I, I have to agree with Tom over there. Uh, it's the wrong C. You're supposed to re- wear a slanted C with a red background, sir. Oh, the Cle- oh, the Cleveland Browns of uh, Major League Baseball this year? Everyone was all high hope on the Reds? Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> those guys. Oh, those guys. Those guys. Hey, we got Trevor Bauer. <laughs> um Oh, God, where was I going with that until you threw that hideous cup in my face? Jeez, you threw me all off. See what I did? I blame Tom. Don't be blaming me. Blame Tom. He's the one that booed me with the Cubs cup. I blame Tom for a whole hell of a lot, I promise. <laughs> um, okay. But so- no, but, but you were talking about my, uh, uh, Doug Marone with the Vikings. That could be a. a Interesting one on, on the list. The 2020, that's what it was. The 2020, yeah. does that still hold the same amount of weight and pressure on the coaches starting off the season like that? I think that might save a lot of head coaches' jobs because they can go in their front office and say, hey, we're 0-2 because of 2020. We didn't have preseason games. We couldn't practice like last year. I, I could guarantee you there's people in any profession trying to save their job using – uh, using that as a, as an ex- I don't want to say an excuse, but using that as a bullet to save their job. It's twenty twenty. Why are you firing me? I mean, if I was in their shoes, I'm gonna I'm gonna you bet your ass. I'm gonna go in that uh, that office and be like, dude, it's twenty twenty. I had nothing. Yeah. So it, it should be interesting. But yeah, I mean, first coach fired. It's it's always a hot topic after weeks one and two because it's overreaction. If you kind of look at it, look at. Just go to the NFL standings. You just look at, I mean, uh, let's see. Uh, I'm trying to think of Tennessee Titans two and zero. I mean, uh, the Green Bay Packers and Bears tied for first place. Who'd have thought Jacksonville would already have a W already? Arizona's perfect. Who'd have thought the Rams would be perfect? Everyone thought the Rams were going to take a step back. So pump the brakes. It's still week two. Now weeks three and four are, are we're riding the same ship as what we see right now in the standings? Then we can start uh, jumping off ships. I agree. I agree. So now let's talk about the worst bet in the NFL week three that you could make as at the odds stand right now or whatever you see. What is the worst bet a better can throw money on right now? 
Uh, wow. I think if you're going to watch the whole Washington-Cleveland game, I think you might need therapy. I mean, uh, that's a pretty uh, uh, a bad uh, a bad uh, game to watch. I would say uh, probably if you're betting right now, hold your horses on the Houston-Pittsburgh uh, Steeler game. It opened up around six and quickly got Houston money uh, right away. So if you're looking to bet Pittsburgh – Wait and see if you can get that better number, like around three, three, uh, three and a half. There's some solid fours. Don't just jump on it right now just because, ooh, it, it got bet down. I don't get the good number. It could continue to come down. We don't know uh, how far this is going to come down. This is just overreaction on early money that came in. Uh, so I would say hold up on that one. And then I would say maybe one of the worst bets, maybe not uh, to make. Uh, what, where is it at? Oh, the Jets in Indianapolis. I mean, I, I know, be a trap game. Honestly. Yeah, I know they're playing the Jets. The Colts are playing the Jets, but that's really ten and a half, eleven points. That's a lot, a lot, a lot. Wait to see if it comes down. Wait to see if it comes down to a solid ten. If you like the Jets, see if you can get twelve. I mean, but I would not just jump ship and say, "Well, I'm betting the Colts because the Jets." Uh, SET suck. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, I, that's just not smart betting. Wait to see what kind of number you can actually get. Because last time I checked, today is still Monday and not Saturday. That's true. That's true. Now, what would be the best prop bet out of this out of this week? What do you think the best prop bet would be? Uh, you, I would, you, I'm making you throw on throw on your like uh, spontaneous shoes here, but it's okay. That's what we I do, would, man. I would say wait for tonight to how it goes and uh, New England Raiders. If Drew Brees has a big day through the air against the Raiders defense, then wait to see what Cam Newton can do at home while the Raiders travel uh, to New England. Maybe uh, Cam Newton will have another big game through his arm. Because I think what they did in week one was just was just to tell people, oh, well, Cam's just going to run and we're just going to do a whole bunch of screen passes. And then week two, we're going to show – He's going to open it up, and boy, did he look really good yesterday. So I would say bet the over uh, total yards and maybe TDs on uh, Cam Newton against the Raiders. It's probably going to be one-and-a-half TDs being thrown. If Drew Brees has a big game, I say bet that over one-and-a-half uh, on touchdowns thrown by Cam Newton because, it's like, let's, face it, let's face it, the Raiders' defense, the secondary is probably one of their biggest question marks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what – I think they lost that game last night because of the last play call. I don't think that it was obviously not executed properly because they got stopped about six yards short. Um, if you would have given him a chance to look for options in the, in the end zone and maybe give him that extra couple seconds to maneuver and, and make the run, maybe that game outcome is different, but is what it is. It ends in New England losing, Cam diving into nowhere and not scoring. Well, I was glad that outcome because I, I myself had some small change on Seattle minus four. So I was happily that they ran the bar and got stuffed because uh, I was popping tums like Tic Tacs at the end of the game, making sure that touchdown didn't go through. So I was happy. But, yeah, I totally agree with you. Play calling was very, very poor. All right. So here's the last question we have for tonight. He'd like to see, you know, good old Tom, our buddy Tom over there that hates both of us on most days. He'd like to see us cover how to bet other bets than money line and points. So talk about real quick, uh, Raphael, the pay for points deal that you see on all these apps nowadays. Uh, the pay, you can buy half a points. Uh, let's say in games you usually have to lay minus 120 or minus 130. 
Uh, if you're betting off a of three exact, as for instance, so I'm trying to think, uh, we'll do the Raiders, New England, Patriot games. So we just got up there. It's six and a half right now. Totals forty-seven. Let's say you want to get off that half a point. You could take New England minus six. It's going to cost you probably either twenty cents or thirty cents per, per, per either on which app you use or what company you use. But it just gets you off that half a point, which sometimes I recommend. Sometimes I don't, just because. You're giving more money to the establishment, and you're only getting the same payoff if you just took the six and a half. Uh, I know nine times out of ten, uh, people like, oh, I don't still like that hook. It gets beaten, all that. Another thing a lot of people, which the why the books lost yesterday, was teasers. Uh, betting teasers on that would crush the sports books yesterday. All those big uh, big guns, uh, maybe not covered, but the teaser did. The Steelers, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers didn't cover, but we got crushed on a teaser. So I'm going to use the New England Raiders game again, six and a half, 47. So if you do a six-point teaser, you can maybe drop down that New England to six, and now the total is only 41. And again, the juice is either minus 130, minus 140 on that six-point teaser. Uh, and then when I say minus 130, minus 140, uh, to win $100, you have to put up 130 to win 100 or 140 to win 100. You get that 130 back. Uh, but like I said, uh, the teasers really, really hurt the books uh, this week, and that's why we had a losing week. Well, we definitely all need to know the inside on betting like a card shark, so we want to know how to stop your wife from ch- shopping on Amazon and buying Cubs Cups. Uh, it's all <laughs> sports, bet, sports betting is all about money management. Uh, I tell that I, I can't stress that alone. You bet what you. Uh, I tell people if you always put money aside. If you're going to be a gambler and all that, put uh, put money aside. Don't put your mortgage payments on there or rent or groceries and all that. Put money aside uh, on how you're going to do sports gambling and all that. And just because there's a game on TV does not need does that mean that you have to bet it. That's probably one of the biggest uh, reasons why I have a job, and I'll probably always have a job because people just anytime there's a game on TV. I mean, can't the college football game on Friday night, Campbell versus what was it, Coastal Carolina? I, I couldn't believe how much action was coming in that one. I can guarantee you, people didn't even know the mascot of Campbell was. People thought it was a soup, not a college. So uh, <laughs> just because there's a game on TV does not need that you have to log in or get your phone and place a bet on it. Can sit back because sometimes there's just no value. In a game, I mean, there's there's a million games that I don't have any questions that I don't even want to play on it. I put a big big X on it because either injuries, weather, or the number is just dead on. Uh, so just because there's a game on, or my like my twin brother, that's all he does. He's he bets every TV game. He doesn't bet anything that's not on TV, and that's why he's probably still working for the man. <laughs> he said it. He said it. Where's your brother at? We got to get him on here one night. Uh, <laughs> all right. So I have two ending questions for tonight's show in, in the on, odds on the spot segment. So the first one, I want to hear your odds on the spot for LeBron James versus Cody Covington in a fight. Oh, Cody Covington will kill him. <laughs> Just because, I mean, I don't think LeBron James, if this was a boxing match with maybe headgear, then I would probably have to take LeBron James. Heavier, I'm sure his punches are going to hurt. But if this is an MMA fight and Kobe takes him down, LeBron doesn't know how to guard. Okay, so uh, let's let's stop. Let's stop. Let's move it back to let's make it a little fair, a little more fair, a little more fun. Stand up match with headgear, boxing gloves, shin guards. So you can, it's a kickboxing match. Stand up exhibition, kickboxing match. Who wins? 
Kickboxing, I would still have to. I would still have to give the edge to Kobe. I would probably make him like a five dollar, six dollar favor because I don't even think of LeBron James ever been in a fight. Period. So it's not like uh, we're giving the, the, the shot up in it. But uh, Covington will win. Now, if this is a street fight, that hey, two people are at a restaurant and someone got sucker punch and LeBron connects. Oh, Kobe going night night. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so because that's a big man with a big hand. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next. So my brother and I, which Tom is, is, is his alias. This is my brother. So that's why he loves me and hates me at the same time. Raphael. Um, he is one of the hosts over at our racing show, checkers and wreckers. Both him and I have delved into the world of go-kart racing. Um, we have a race coming up this Saturday. It is for driving for dyslexia charity event down at Whiteland Raceway Park, which is one of the oldest, if not the oldest, uh, karting track in the United States here 15 minutes away from our house. My question to you, Raphael, is what are the odds that both Tom Racker and myself, the ass, finish in all three sessions and bring it home in one piece? Because we have had the best of luck the past two. The luck is turning around this Saturday, September 26th. And it's going to be a tie. You and you guys both tie. You guys come in at a dead heat, just like in horse racing 1 and 1A. You guys both going to come home (laughs) champions. I like it. I like it. I like your uh, positivity and your optimism, sir. Tom, you better better back his words up like I'm going to try to because I sure as hell (laughs) do not want to go backwards into the wall again and bend another axle because it just doesn't feel right. Raphael, let everybody know where they can find you and follow you at. You can find me on Twitter at VSI Doc Sports. You can find me on Instagram, Raphael Esparza. You can find me at DocSports.com. And I do all the crazy and most of the betting prop bets over at MyBookie.ag. Don't forget to sign up at MyBookie and use what's your promo code? Let's hear it again. BW Sports 1. Don't don't forget to use that promo code when you sign up over at my bookie. And like I said, I put up a lot of crazy stuff. And it's I hate to say it, it's an election year. We got months away, and I'll have about five hundred different ways to bet the election. And I've already seen one email, so I can't wait to watch all the awesomeness coming my way over the next couple months. Raphael, it's been a pleasure. I'll check in. We'll check in together next Monday night, same place, same time, right here. Black and white sports, powered by First Financial Bank. Check John Buzzard out, 317-417-8582 for all your banking essentials, 317-417-8582. And if you're buying or selling a home, talk to Sean at Talk to Tucker today. He is our BW Sports 1 Rockstar Realtor, 317-503-8322. That's 317-503-8322. And check out the bottom ticker, Driving for Dyslexia, GP, this Saturday, September 26th at Whiteland Raceway Park. You can go to the Facebook page, Driving for Dyslexia, and sign up to donate. Get some awesome uh, race car cookies. Uh, come out if you're in the Indianapolis area, the Whiteland area. Uh, all kinds of good stuff going on for a great cause. And uh, obviously you get to see the ass. And Tommy Boy from Checkers and Wreckers, racing against all these kinds of people and according to Raphael, the odds are in, in our favor folks i would that home on my bookie <laughs> <laughs> i'll put that up this weekend <laughs> <laughs>
Sounds good. Raphael, we appreciate it. We will see you next week, sir. Take it easy.